This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Thiefstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Year's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. A new head coach and boy genius, Mike McDaniel, the fastest cheetah to ever roam the football field, and an actual left tackle? Let me check your pulse if you're not fired up. Before we jump into a fresh episode of Finsider Radio, Jake and Josh want you to please, please, please hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet. Subscribing to the show is the best way to know when Jake and Josh have something cooking in the kitchen iTunes, Spotify, it doesn't matter. Following helps others find the show, and we want to thank you for that. Now, let's talk some Dolphins. It's Friday, Dolphin fans, and you know what that means. Welcome into a special Friday episode of SB Nation's Finsider Radio, the Jake and Josh Show. If you missed our previous book clubs, make sure you check those out. But right now, we are going to talk about what's on everyone's mind, and that is the Madden 23 ratings. Jake and I are going to dive into all that. But before we do, let me welcome in my co-host, the one, the only, Jake Mendel. How's it going today, Jake? Josh, it's Friday. The sun is out. Nothing can ever beat that. And, you know, to kind of be the icing on the cake here, we're talking Madden 23 with a bit of aqua and orange tint. Josh, I think the best way to start a conversation like this, how long did it take you to realize the EA Sports slogan, like what it actually means? Like if it's in the game, it's in the game. Like, obviously, if it's on the field, it's in the game, not just, you know, 
uh, the the no duh. If it's in the game, it's in the game. Yeah, it, I guess it took me a few years before I finally realized that. But I think that's the biggest gripe nowadays, right? I mean, let's be honest. These Madden ratings do not mean anything. I mean, I know people get pissed off about it. The players, you know, maybe they have a reason to be upset if they're, you know, being disrespected. But ultimately, all the stuff we're going to talk about really doesn't matter. But um, I think that's what it is, Jake. They sit there and say it's in the game. It's in the game. But you can't have Xavier Howard out of the top 10 cornerbacks if you're trying to replicate what you see on the field. So it did take me a few years to get that down. But um, I think, you know, as the years progress, EA starting to get further away from that saying and you know maybe that's all they got to do to get back on track dude i first heard that saying when i was playing like harry potter and the sorcerer's stone on the gamecube and i'm like what do you guys mean like it's harry potter <laughs> but i i just it, and then one year i was like playing like madden 07 i'm like ah yes yes that makes a lot of sense uh before we get into these ratings and josh i gotta say that xavian howard thing might be the only thing that actually annoyed me uh but let's throw this right out there if you would like your own copy of Madden, Josh, I don't know about you, but I mean, for years, I remember going to like GameStop or even Walmart at midnight and, and kind of just seeing everyone wearing their unique jerseys. I remember a lot of Atlanta Falcon jerseys when it was like Roddy White, Mike, Michael Turner. That might have been the uh, running back at the time. Uh, so. Tony Gonzalez, just like an absolute squad over there. And it, and it was always kind of cool because everyone would be jazzed up. It'd be a couple weeks before the season begins. and And I think we want to kind of Give someone else that opportunity. So if you would like your own copy of Madden 23, which comes out on August 19th, it's pretty simple. We're going to pick a pick a random listener that we're so grateful that all you guys join us each and every episode of the Finsider. Simply put, send us a screenshot that you're subscribed to the podcast. You can DM either of us on Twitter. Um, I know some people on the website, on the Finsider, um, had us some gripes last time we did something like this because uh, they didn't have Twitter. You know, they w- listened to everything right there on the um platform itself so you can also email me directly at jmendel31 at gmail.com now you know how i always mess up my twitter but yeah go ahead do that and we're gonna pick someone and we're gonna you know do it august 15th right around my birthday just to give everyone uh, a couple extra days to get ready for that mad and feel you know and josh i'd like to add you get two more entries if you leave a review of our book club on iTunes with your Twitter tagged in it. Simple as that. That's the best way to boost you, boost up your voting odds and uh, get yourself a free copy of Madden, PlayStation, Xbox. It doesn't matter. We can make it work. Yeah, that's a wonderful opportunity, especially, you know, I continue to hear people say, I don't play Madden anymore, this and that. I mean, what better way to, you know, jump back in this season with the new Dolphins team um, than hopefully you win one. So make sure you guys send us your pictures of the screenshots. Jake, to jump right into it, I mean, all week long, they've been kind of, you know, leaking these things. I mean, uh, again, I say it doesn't matter, but you see the engagements these things get. It's absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. But the team ratings came out. The Miami Dolphins are the 16th ranked team in the game. Um, right in the middle of the pack. They are an 83 overall, the offense 79, defense 84, and then special teams 80. So when I was writing that down, I had the offense listed as 84, thinking that's the way it would have been. You know, you'd assume Jalen Waddle might, I mean, you can go down the list. Teron Armstead and Tyree Killer, the two best players on the roster. Um, were you surprised by any of that? I mean, to me, this is one of the better ratings, you know, number-wise that the Dolphins have had in years. But um, again, I don't know how much it truly matters. <laughs> It, it doesn't matter one bit, but in a sense it does because the fact like Josh, you, you posted some of the ratings and some people responded, you know, I don't care about Madden. The fact they're responding shows they care about Madden. And again, this isn't like a do or die. Like this isn't like projecting the season. It's just kind of fun. It's, it's a different way to talk about the game. And I mean, we've done it before. And I think giving someone an overall grade and understanding that training 
training camp hasn't started yet and everything's going to change is so important. But yeah, Josh, you mentioned it. Tyree killed 97 and Teron Armstead being a 93 overall. 1A, 1B right there. You'd think the offense was a little higher, but I think it really boils down to, I think Connor Williams is like a 73. Uh, Tua and Teddy Bridgewater are both 75. So that's where I kind of saw the offense take a little hit. And, and Josh, based on how this team has performed, uh, 79, maybe a little below average is kind of where you'd expect this offense to be just because nothing has been proven just yet. Yeah, nothing has been proven just yet. And again, these things, you know, they update as the season progresses. So I know a lot of people were upset about, you know, Javon Holland, 83, you know, um, again, Xavier Howard and 89 people were up in arms about that, but they go out there and they do what, you know, we expect them to do. Um, that'll change real quick. I guess, Jake, we should dive into maybe, you know, the best player on this roster, right? I mean, uh, you I think you and I kind of argued throughout the year, you know, we could go back and forth, whether it's Xavier Howard or Tyree Kill, but according to Madden, you know, even Teron Armstead, I guess, belongs in that category now, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I think, you know, when you look at Madden, Tyree Kill is the best player on the Dolphins team, 99 speed, you know, he's at the top of the list there, um, you know, just what he can do. I mean, uh, again, he's a playmaker in the NFL, so he should be in the game. So um, I guess give me your thoughts on Tyree Kill being a top three receiver in this and then um maybe give me your thoughts on the rest of the wide receiver room because besides Jalen Waddle who again 84 overall I mean 97 speed that's kind of what you'd expect but I know even Dolphin fans were a little bit upset with that and thought it might have been a little too low I was pretty happy with how these things kind of shook out. I mean, Devontae Adams is the only 99 in the group. Certainly understandable. Cooper Cup with his record-setting season last year, 98, also makes sense. So, man, I, I kind of wanted to ask you, I'm actually kind of content with how everything looks. I think it's important to keep in mind just, uh, you know, the, the offense was not good last year. Jalen Waddle was good, but as a total entire theme the offense was not good and Jalen Waddle is going to take a hit for that there's kind of how things work Josh I'm kind of curious when do you think the last time the Dolphins had a receiver rated that high third overall I mean I know the 99 overall club has only been going around four or five years or so but I mean man I don't remember seeing anyone on the Dolphins this high I mean Tyson Claybo I remember was the overall number one right tackle and the Dolphins signed him and it took one week for that to <laughs> quickly go away yeah, I mean, I, I can't even think about the last Dolphins player that would have been this high on the list. I guess the last receiver probably would have been Brandon Marshall, right? I mean, I think his ratings were pretty high. I mean, I think we were all stoked when that trade went down. or something, yeah. Yeah, so I, it's been forever since the Dolphins had a player. And it's just crazy, man, because I still remember us doing the podcast and, you know, the rumors circulating that they were going to trade Tyree Kill and then boom, just like that. So uh, it's wild, man. Um, just to run through the receiver list, Tyree Kill, 97, Waddle, 84. Wilson, 75, Preston Williams, 72, and then you got Lynn Bowden, 70, Sherfield, 68, Cody Core, 67, 66, Rezucoma, and then River Crawcraft at 65. So I guess I'm looking at that. Yeah, I was just going to say, River Crawcraft, disrespect. How dare they? But, um, I mean – you can kind of see the system they have in place. You can kind of see that, you know, some of these guys that are, I guess, lumped together and battling for roster spots in camp, you know, you can kind of see their rating similar, but um, I guess that huge drop off when, at least from Madden, when you go from an 84 to then Cedric Wilson at 75, him only being three points higher than Preston Williams is probably a sin. That'd probably be another one that I throw a complaint out there for, but overall, man, again, this receiving core from top to bottom, whether you're looking at Madden or whether you're looking at it, um, you know, on paper, I think we all expect big things out of them this season. Would you, if you had to project, does Cedric Wilson's uh, Madden rating exceed 80 this year yeah, at I one think, point in the season? And it yeah. doesn't matter when, yeah. Yeah, well, at least an 80. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, even if they, I could, they could see them making him an 80, you know, to start this and we probably right. won't be that upset. But um, I think, you know, he's a couple spots around there. But again, none of these overall ratings truly mean that much. I mean, when you look at their different catch and, you know, receiving and route running and stuff, like those ratings are pretty damn good. So, I mean, 
Um, I don't know what they all put into this, you know, what formula goes into it, but um, you know, just because Cedric Wilson's a 75 doesn't mean he's completely unusable in a, in a video game. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com with over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day. Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Yeah, exactly. And Josh, I, I want to get your thoughts on the running back position. Chase Edmonds is 79, Raheem Mostert 78, Sony Michelle 77, uh, Miles Gaskin is 74. And I think it's a little interesting, man, because that that's kind of Madden showing their hand of, hey, all three of these guys are close and we don't really know who's going to be the starter. Like there's this opportunity, maybe Sony Michelle can take over and all of a sudden his he bumps up to an 81. I'm curious what you think here, seeing that, you know, Edmonds, Mostert, Michelle, all within three points of each other. You consider the fact, I think Raheem Mostert's also the fastest running back in Madden. He might even be like the, one of the fastest players, which I assume he has to be. But Josh, I'm curious, do you see like some of this as like that pre-training camp of, Hey, we don't have all the information yet. So we're just kind of going to play it safe, putting these guys near each other. Yeah, that's probably what they're doing. But at the same time, I mean, again, I think Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert talent wise, knowing Mostert's healthy, they're probably pretty close. And then even Sony Michelle. So, I mean, you do understand it. You mentioned Raheem Mostert and that speed. I mean, um, again, we're talking about Madden here. That's going to be the first guy you put in there, right? I mean, yep. the injuries aside, despite all that, you know, Chase Edmonds is what we assume to be the RB one, you know, de facto heading into the year. I mean, you're going to put Raheem Oster in there and try to, you know, use outside stretches and tosses and things to, you know, use that cheesy speed. I did not have the fullback rating until now. And I'm looking Alec Ingold only being a 76. I mean, I, I don't know, man, that just seems low to me, but uh, then you got miles Gaskin. He's still kind of in that pack, right? 74. And then after that, there's just a huge drop off Salvin mm-hmm. Ahmed and Jared Dokes. Uh, I'm a little upset. Zachondre white wasn't even on the roster. Cause you do see some of these other practice squad guys. So um, I guess, they have to pick and choose who they're going to put in this game but overall i think these guys you know they are similar but yet different as uh you know much of a cop out that is to say and i think you're right they are kind of just lumping them all together probably waiting to see what they do on the field see who you know takes over that rb1 spot and then they might tweak these things but uh 100 raheem monster is going in that in there right away yeah josh you know back in the day when madden wasn't updating all that often uh, it actually be kind of fun to like take my Back of the day when you put a disc into your system, uh, bring that to a friend's house and, you know, nobody cared about updating for, you know, half an hour. So you just wanted to play. I always thought it was kind of fun to see this, you know, original like Madden roster before anything's updated compared to as the season goes on and you get comfortable with, you know, people changing a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see how much of this jumps around and when we can come back and be like, oh, you know, someone was a little mad about this or someone was a little upset. But, but Josh, I think the only reason we have any right to be a little annoyed, a little upset is because Madden is milking this so much an entire week of giving out, uh, you know, ratings just for Xavier Howard, not to be a top 10 quarterback, Josh. That is the one thing that kind of bothered me because I mean, JC Jackson, Stefan Gilmore, two guys right there, uh, 90 and 91 overall. I will go ahead and say that I think Howard's better. Darius Slay, I think he's better. And then if we want to argue Jalen Ramsey, 
uh, Jair Alexander and Tredavious White, man, I think those three and Xavier Howard are like the big four. So that's where my, I guess, one gripe is. And it kind of puts that chip on your shoulder because I think Xavier Howard's always been that guy. It's kind of, in a sense, the Zach Thomas issue where he wasn't on these great teams. And, you know, you get really defensive about your guy because you know how good he is. But at the end of the day, it is about how successful the team is. You know, if the Dolphins made the playoffs last year, I can promise you that the team would be like an 84 overall. And as a result, you know, Tua would be two points higher, you know, Chase Edmonds would be two points higher, even though he wasn't on the team. It's just how they focus on these things. Yeah, I think the thing that bothered me most was that they didn't even have him as a top 10 man cover corner. And that's, you know, I mean, we all watch him play on Sunday, the way he's able to, you know, mirror a receiver's route and just the closing speed and all that stuff. I mean, he's truly elite at that. So I think that's what really bothered me. But I pulled up his thing, you know, man coverage in 89, zone coverage in 89. I mean, that to me, I guess I would would think that his man coverage would be much better than zone. I'm not saying he's mm-hmm. bad, but you know what I mean? And then his change right. directions in 86. So when you do look at his stats, you know, you see some of the stuff he, he is going to be an elite corner in the game. I mean, I think he has like a superstar trait that he just dies yeah, he's all overall. over the place and this and that. But again, I think that's what bothered me most was seeing that, you know, they don't respect him as on an Island. I mean, that was the exact same, the exact tweet they threw out there, you know, top 10 corners on the Island. Uh, why would he not be one of them is, is the question I had. Especially man, with the interception numbers is, is super crazy. Um, I want to talk about defensive ends real quick with you, Josh. Um, Manuel Agba was actually listed in the group of top tight uh, defensive ends, but because he's listed as an outside linebacker, Melvin Ingram isn't on that list, despite being an 84, one spot above Emmanuel Agba. Josh, I'm curious about your thoughts on that one, seeing um, you know Agba, who got the big payday this year, not be the top you know edge rusher, quote unquote, for the Dolphins in the game. Yeah, I, that's definitely baffling. I mean, again, we went thinking the beta, he was a 68. Melvin Ingram, people were saying, you know, that's too low. And then he just shoots up there and he's above everyone. I mean, I, but I think, you know, you put on the tape and you see the way Emmanuel Agba, the way he is a disruptor, you know, can stop the run, can rush the passer, can deflect passes. I mean, he's a, uh, I don't want to say he can do everything, but I, I mean, he kind of can. And I, to see him be that, uh, an 83 overall lower than Melvin Ingram. I was definitely taken by surprise by that. Christian Wilkins being rated a 78. That's also a sin. The and then, whole defensive tackle group, dude. Yeah. Just list them off. It's Steeler, I mean, 73. So, I mean, Raquan Davis, 71. Like, come yeah. on, man. That, the, like, the, see, we're we all saw a picture a of him, better. right? He could sit there and he could, like, he could eat some of the defenders probably in front of him on that list. So, um, they're not perfect by any means. And as much as I sit here and say they don't matter, again, you're right. You read things like this and you get a little frustrated. But that's kind of what's fun, man. It's the off season. Like we have these discussions because there's no games to be played. Uh, moving on to tight end here, Mike Kosicki, seventh overall ahead of guys like Dallas Goddard, Hunter Henry, Zach Ertz, and even Dawson Knox. That caught me a little off guard. But I mean, with him, man, it's pretty obvious to see why he got the franchise tag. The money's there. So instantly he's a little more attractive on Madden's radar, you know, because I mean, they're not looking at River Crawcraft and diagnosing him. They're like, eh, he's 65. You know, they just kind of sweep a lot of these guys under the rug. But Mike Kosicki, I think, is someone who like, obviously stands out. He sticks out as one of those premier tight ends. He's got the traits. So seeing him as an 86 is a nice tip of the cap uh, for someone who, too, I don't think has always gotten the respect he deserves. No, absolutely not. But again, I mean, he's kind of a glorified slot ride receiver, right? So, I mean, I'm sit- we're sitting here. I don't know what I was going to say there. Hold on. But yeah, Jake, I mean, him finishing in the top 10, I even saw some people upset about that. And I mean, I think, you know, where he's at on those rankings, when you look at some of those other tight ends, I mean, that's probably where I'd put him. I mean, even Dallas Goddard, I mean, 
I him and Mike Kosicki are pretty damn close. You know, some people mm-hmm. might even put Goddard ahead of him. So I wasn't too upset by this. And again, he's a top 10 player at the position, a mismatch nightmare. I don't want to get sidetracked, Jake, but uh, there was a tweet on Twitter where, you know, someone said, name the players on your roster that are like top five or top 10 at their position. And I mean, when you think about it, you'd have what Christian Wilkins, you'd have Mike Kosicki, you'd have um, Xavier Howard, you'd have Tyreek Hill. And you have, yeah, I'd, 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 I'd debate Christian Armstead, right? I mean, Christian Wilkins would be the debatable one. Yeah, I think. And, and I'd even throw Byron Jones in that group of, of the Agba, quarterbacks. Agba could be one of those fringe players too, right? Yep. I mean, again, but but it's Jason all, Sanders. What do they say? Beauty in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, Jason Sanders. I mean, him not being a top 10 kicker. I mean, we were kind of hard on him on our, uh, you know, our, our chat, our nursery book club. But I'm surprised, you know, how far he fell. What, 75, I think. That's just how rough last season was, especially, man. There were just some crunch time kicks that he really struggled with. But, but two, man, I mean, going from a first team all pro to a 75 overall is interesting. But again, you kind of get the idea of where Madden kind of sweeps some things under the rug of like, all right, you know, this guy is middle of the pack, 75, and then they make up all the stats for him uh, but Josh overall I, I want to ask you I know you've played the demo a little bit I, I just would like you to share a, a little bit more of your thoughts on how you feel about the game and the direction it's been going maybe not even strictly this year but just the last couple of years and I know you know I'm in the group of hey you know I haven't really played in a while once it goes on game pass I downloaded it I don't really stick around it too too much but I'm just curious if, if you see a, a direction that that can make us a little hopeful of, of where this game's going yeah, I'm probably, you know, some people sit here and joke that I might like be in with EA the way, you know, I'm tweeting out these things and, you know, how much I'm kind of into Madden this time of year. But every year at this time, it's when I get super stoked. Mm-hmm. I have Maddenitis, but I do think they're going in the right direction. I do think you're seeing a lot of that stuff with the new field sense gameplay, you know, the different tackles, the way they're improving passing. It does feel like a better game. And I think that's what's important. A lot of people want the franchise mode, you know, to be even what it used to be in the past. And it's slowly getting there. But to me, it's all about the game plan. I do think this year's gameplay is better than years past. But you mentioned it going on Game Pass or, you know, if you spend the five bucks on EA Play, I'm not telling anybody to rush out there and buy this game. I mean, every year I get this game and, you know, I I played a little bit and then I stop. I truly missed the beta when I gave it up. You know, I went and deleted the old one because I cannot go back and play that. So I am genuinely Mm -hmm. excited about this. But I guess what I would say is, Go out there, try it yourself, and you know if you if you then want to commit to it, go for it. But um, I don't know how much of it has to do with this Dolphins team being awesome either. You know, you got Tyree Kill now, you got speed, an offensive man. line. I mean, I don't know your thoughts, Jake. Do you want to talk? Do we even talk about the quarterback at all? I mean, I think that you know Teddy Bridgewater being a seventy-five, Tua being a seventy-five. A lot of people are going to be upset by that, but I mean, again, if Tua goes out there and does what we expect, he's going to shoot up there. And I, mm-hmm. you know, when you're looking at it from the outside perspective, when you remove those glasses, you know, some NFL personnel and some of those experts and analysts around the league might not see that big of a, you know, gap between Tua and Teddy. And I think that might be something that we all just need to realize right now. And to Josh, like it's it's a big numbers game, right? And when you look at Tua's stats, just on the on the cover, you know, sixty eight completion percentage, less than three thousand yards, sixteen touchdowns to ten interceptions. There's no reason he should be higher. He hasn't played a full season, and we can argue that's because of you know the offensive line. That's because of play. It doesn't matter. You know, you can't you aren't making these based on you know the hypothetical things that why he should be good, right? So I'm I'm pretty okay with it. I get it. And and Teddy Bridgewater, he just kind of gets that uh I think a, a stable floor just from being a veteran who's been in the league for so long. He's had some success. So so I, I really didn't see any issue with it. Yeah, I mean, anybody that's played Madden, I mean, years past, I remember the vision code with AJ Feely and you know, we had what Fiedler and uh Henny 
and you know the list goes on and on. I mean, Tua or Teddy is probably an upgrade over what we've had to play Madden with in the past. Which, speaking of that vision cone, Jake, I don't know if you ever played with that, but I, I genuinely mean it when I say I miss that thing because it was so cool to be able to, you know, look off a of safety or do this and that. Mm-hmm. But I can understand why, you know, casual fans and those, uh, it was a little too much for some people. And I was always a big uh, game simulator, right? I, I really enjoyed the idea of building your roster, you know, trading, getting some picks and just kind of seeing how the team does uh, adjusting, and really not adjusting your hot dog prices. That was always fun, right? Yes. <laughs> And it's like, st- it's oh like stuff like that, that people want back. I don't know if you remember those, you know, the newspaper clippings and the Tony Bruno show and things like that. I mean, that's all fans really want, you know, to be able to adjust your ticket prices, you know, to see some of those cutscenes that you had back in ESPN NFL 2K5. I mean, that's, again, I sit here and I, I like, man, I'm going to tell you guys to all try it, but I mean, no one can sit here and argue the 17 years from, you know, 2005 when they bought that license has been completely stagnant and, you know, they've slowly added things to remove them. And it's kind of just why so many people have turned on Madden and probably why a lot of people get upset about these ratings. Right. I mean, but um, at the end of the day, I think everyone just needs to calm down, take a step back and realize that if Tua goes out there, lights the world on fire, you know, Jalen Waddle does what we expect. And Jalen Phillips, I mean, he was what a, a 76. I mean, if they go out there and they perform the way we expect, those will all shoot up. And, you know, um, all it truly matters, I guess, if you're playing Madden and you have, you know, we're in the franchise, mode is that they have that what development trait that superstar thing i mean that's what we really should be upset about is you know if javon holland doesn't have one of those if Jalen phillips isn't considered a superstar i mean that's what would make me mad and now sitting here i got to figure out if they are because <laughs> the internet's gonna erupt josh uh, can i ask you about just the gameplay uh i guess a simple way to put this you know you mentioned the cones sometimes some years you know the game does kind of overcomplicate itself do you feel this is a game you could play with like a 1980s Nintendo controller like you you can get by with just four buttons without getting too in depth and, and making the game really wonky you probably can but I mean they're adding this new you know passing system where you got to like move a rectile and you know put the ball in the right spot I mean so they're adding these different things that I guess makes it more advanced almost so you got more things at your disposal I don't want to say it's going to be hard for people to pick up but um I, I think we can both agree you know just the way Madden's gone it, you know you do have to have an I guess an elevated understanding of the game and then to just be able to, you know, I mean, pre-snap, man, I don't know about you, but you know, your hot round guys here, you know, you're setting a guy to go oh, yes. deep. You're, you're getting them to, you know, play that to run their route at the first down marker. I mean, there's so many things you can do. So I absolutely think, you know, a, a kid could boot this up, have the time of their life playing it. But if you really want to get what Madden's all about, I think you do have to be a little bit more advanced. And um, again, they're adding more tools to, take your game to the next level. I mean, there's a gang tackling system, Jake, where that if you do it right, you can, uh, one guy can hold the ball carrier up while the other guy comes in and knocks that thing oh, that's out. I mean, cool, yeah. yeah. How cool is that? I mean, if it's done right, I mean, and in the beta again, it was done pretty well, but you'd get something like that down. I mean, that that's, that's a game changer for sure. And Josh, just, just to kind of put a bow on this, I, this is a fun conversation to have, man. I I'm interested by this, this stuff, uh, especially when you, the game, game tackling, those are the new things we've been hoping for, for years, you know, not the idea of, Hey, you know, no two guys in the crowd are wearing the same thing. Who cares? I can have everyone looking exactly the same in the crowd. That is not what I'm worried about. I'd like to remind everyone too, if you would like your own free copy of Madden, just send a screenshot. That's simple. If you're a subscriber to the podcast, you can DM either of us. Sorry, Josh, I didn't even ask you about that. We're just kind of doing it. Or you can email me at jmendel31 at gmail.com. And that quickest way to get yourself a Madden and you'll know before the game's released that way, you know, if you aren't picked and you can still go get the game and you aren't stuck waiting and, and you aren't 
playing it on release day, whatever that might be. And to Josh, the last final reminder, you get two entries if you leave a review for our book club on iTunes with your Twitter at tagged in it. Josh, we got one chapter of the book club left. We got all the players reporting come Tuesday, man. Let's get fired up. You, you better check your pulse if you're not excited. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Check your pulse. I'm not excited. I can't wait, you know, to have the press conferences back to see the first clip mm-hmm. of Tua hitting Tyreek in stride and just the world going nuts. With but, an underthrow. Yeah, with an we, we all gotta just remember though, <laughs> temper your expectations. I mean, well, is it last year when he threw five picks in that rainstorm and the world was melting and you know it was all doom and gloom? And mm-hmm. um, but dude, I'm so excited. I mean, like you mentioned on the previous podcast, that is why we have Twitter was to, you know, see what the beat writers are saying about camp to, exactly. to be able to follow those battles that, you know, us up here in Northeast can't do, but um, I'm definitely excited, man. A few more days and football will be back in our life and um, we won't let it go again. And with that, thank you all for letting us be part of your life, even when it isn't the football season, but it's coming back and we're so excited to give you guys as much content as we can. Thank you all so much for joining us. I hope everyone out there is having a happy Friday. Go smile, go have a fun weekend and above all else, fins up. Up. That was Finsider Radio, part of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one, yes we're the Miami